The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Jimmy Baranchek says let's ease up on the pace a bit. Deep right corner, though, a three by Williams is good. Oh, the freshman Sahara Williams coming to life in the fourth. Prescott facing a blitz. Goes into the end zone. Left side, Lamb, touchdown in the corner. Don't blitz Dak Prescott. He's just too good against it. All out blitz on the way. Get it up, Russ. Russ throws the ball to the end zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Denver. That is Cortland Sutton. His eighth red zone touchdown of the year. Pass goes underneath. Habermill's got it. A juke move at the 10. Big guy going. Big guy in there. Touchdown UCLA. Hudson Habermill for the second time today would not be denied. Bowman takes the ball. Hands it off. It's Gordon up the middle. And Ollie takes it into the end zone. Pistols firing. Touchdown Oklahoma State. Ollie Gordon with his third touchdown in the second half. All play action. Ewers back to throw. Looking. Swings it out. Down the boundary, wide open, Gunner Helm, Helm, touchdown Texas, 31 yards on the scoring strike to Gunner Helm. I don't know if it's Stutzman moving back and forth between Mike and Will or what. Picked off, intercepted, Billy Bowman, he's going down the sidelines, Billy Bowman to the 40, to the 30, he's running out of gas, he's at the 10, he's at the 5, unhitched, all the way, coast to coast, We beat the we beat the ever-loving shit out of Oklahoma today. We beat the shit out of that team. And we lost. Alright, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. And a new week. T-Row in the morning show time on a Monday, November 20th. Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Good morning, Brent. The ref, the home of Sooner fans, we have arrived at Thanksgiving. Good week. morning. Good morning, Joe. And uh, we only uh, we got a little, three days of coverage here before we all get to eat turkey. And uh going to be a lot of fun. OU wins on Saturday, 31-24. They eke one out over BYU. We'll talk about that. The rest of the Big 12 got our hopes up this week. Basketball. Feast week has arrived. We got tournaments all over the place, including the Maui Classic starting today. Thunder are hot. NFL, we got a great Monday night game in front of us. All kinds of stuff to talk about on a Monday morning, of course. Uh, I'm going to be here all week again with my very best friend, TJ Perry. Somebody get my trip to Cancun because this one's over. Get your bathing suits and your suntan lotion. Time to go home. I forgot. I forgot. I got no T.J. Perry this week. He is on his annual Mexican Thanksgiving vacation. 
which means all week long it is our great pleasure to welcome in a man whose name Lincoln Riley never forgot. All right, thanks, Drake. Sorry, I got your name right this time. A1 in McGriddle with you. Drake to the D. Dykin. Good morning, Draker. Uh, good morning, Tiro. Good morning, Drake. Good morning, Tiro. Good morning. Question. Okay. Would you rather go buy McGriddle or breakfast smoothie this week? Uh, let's stick with McGriddle. All right. McGriddle it is. Noted. Good morning, I, I Draker. Did have, I did have a breakfast smoothie this morning, though. Good morning, T-Row. <laughs> Uh, I'm faking it a little bit, Drew. Uh, yeah, you. No, uh, deep, we we deep sleep. Yeah, yeah. Slept hard last night, Drew. Yeah, what's the, what's I... the what was the secret last night? Weariness. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, straight weariness okay. led to it, I believe. Okay. No secret other than that. Okay. So, we're awake now and we're ready to roll. Okay. How are you today, Drake? Uh, really good. I'm about to trigger you a little bit. Go ahead. Had uh had the annual Friendsgiving last night. Of course you did. Yeah. How are all the friends? They're great. Good. They're great. Uh, this is the first of how many Thanksgivings for you this week? First of three. Uh, I'll have Thanksgiving with uh, my dad Thursday at lunch, and then I'll have Thursday dinner with uh, my mom's side of the family. So. Yeah. All right. All right. And and all the friends got together at your place last night or no, 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 there was no with the BYU trip and everything. I basically took myself other and like you guys pick this day. It's not happening for me. Not getting my mm. house cleaned. No, I'm up. just going to show up and eat. Yep. Yep. Well, I did. Uh, so usually I do the turkey for the Friendsgiving, everything. I, I took myself out of that running too. I'm like, mm, not going to happen. Did not you bring a side? Yes. Yes, What'd so you bring? Uh, I did the potatoes, and I also uh, I know that this triggers some of the people on the text line as well when I say this, but the yeast rolls as well. Hmm. What would be triggering about that? They uh, last year they were offended by me saying yeast rolls. All, all rolls have yeast in them. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, well, that makes sense. Why yeah. do you call them yeast rolls? Well, these ones specifically. Uh, because they say yeast rolls on the oh. frozen package. So, oh, there you go, people. Yeah. It says it on the package yeah. there, so he's just being accurate. Yeah, and also get like, off my uh, man's back when okay. it comes to uh, our family rolls that we've made for I don't know how long. My my grandma Birch always called them yeast rolls as well, and she could cook. So, so it's a family heritage situation. Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, that's I right. completely support you. Then uh -huh. you're calling them. Please. Yeast rolls. Mashed potatoes, I assume? That's right. Or some sort of an agrotten. No, no, mashed potatoes. Keeping it, keeping it classic. Yeah, I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. I like that out of you had, a lot. Uh, had some roasted garlic in there. In uh, the potatoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Stick of butter. Well, I don't need to know all the. I am aware of what a mashed potato is. You so. you want that's that's all you want. Okay. Did you? Fa I mean, it sounds like you fancied them up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add yeah, your own yeah. personal yeah. touch. I, I used, you didn't uh, just go to Sam's and I buy used, a bucket of them and warm them up. No, 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 no. 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 I use uh, I used that uh, lady up in Pa Huska's recipe yesterday. So. Oh, the uh, the pioneer woman. That's right. What's her name again? Uh, uh Reedy Addy uh, Reed Drummond, I think. Reed Drummond, that's it. Reed Drummond, that's right. Yeah, you were close. Oh, I was there. I was all over it. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Well, I'm glad you got your belly full with your first of three Thanksgivings last right. night. And then you look forward to two more on Thursday. I'm going to get um, like half a Thanksgiving this year, I think. Why half of a Thanksgiving? Well, I'm uh, having Thanksgiving with my family because uh, Jenny and uh, Chloe are going to Detroit to have Thanksgiving with her sister. Okay. So I'm going to hook in with uh, my, the rest of my family. So my brother's mm. family, my sister's family, my mom and dad. But it's uh, Thursday, and we play Friday morning, so I'm just going to probably, like, pop in, grab a plate of food, and pop out. That's probably all I can do is, like, half a Thanksgiving. That's well, not true. Uh, I'll uh, stay for a while. I'm just saying it's got it's going to take a little of the, hey, why don't we just get a – we eat ourselves until we nap and then sleep all day and then watch football right. and then eat some more and then sleep some more. Right. Because there's going to be work to get done on Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. I'm probably going to have to go to Norman on Thanksgiving and get BV and everything. Oh, so. really? It's going to be a working day. Working man Thursday. Working man Thanksgiving. Not a, not a working man Wednesday. That's my uh, guess. I don't know for sure yet. Okay. Uh, well, that's that's not definitive, though, that you might have to come get. Well, I would assume no. so. I mean, that's the day before is, is walkthrough, and that's normally when we do our interviews. Okay. So they're not going to break up their routine like that. Okay. I'm assuming the team will have a walkthrough on Thanksgiving Day. And I would think probably my time probably. to... Get my pregame interview, I would imagine. So. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's everything's kind of getting moved up this week, though. The uh, BV presser got moved up to today. Well, yeah, because the game has been moved up, yeah. Drake. Yeah, I I understand. Nobody that, told T-Row. you about that. I understand that, T Row. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you didn't understand. No, no. They were playing on Friday this week. That's right. At eleven a.m. Oh, boy. Uh, what a trip to Utah, huh? How about that place? Is that place uh, something? That stadium, I mean, it Something's is else, unbelievable. Huh? It is, uh, I mean, we had talked about it Saturday morning. It is absolutely majestic, that setting that they have there. How's that I, word again? I, uh, I love the construction of that stadium, too. I don't know if it's just the way that's built, if the it's just the sound bouncing off the mountains or what, but <laughs> man, it, the it was not even a capacity crowd on Saturday. It didn't uh, look like, but they were loud as could be on Saturday morning. Um, Wish I could have heard them. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody, the windows didn't open. And, I don't uh, want to talk about it. All uh, right, I don't want to talk about it. Toby, that is that is one of the things that will upset Toby the fastest whenever he's going yeah. into a radio booth. That's right, and I would rather not talk about it anymore. Okay, that's all. Uh, I took a lot of pictures, and then I brought them home, and I was showing, and I was like, I don't know why my phone shrinks the mountains in the pictures. They are so much bigger in person. I was just stunned. When the sun came up Saturday, at I was like, oh, that's ma- I did not expect us to be that close to the mountains, like massive snow-capped mountain. It was just uh, it was so hard for a while to look at the field because my head just kept looking up at the mountains. Just the most beautiful football stadium I've ever seen in my life. And it's really not even close. I'm trying to think of what would be second. Uh, I guess, you know, Tempe's kind of cool. Sun Devil Stadium there. 
just as far as a view I'm talking about, uh, I don't even know. It's awesome. And I saw somebody say the stadium is trash. The stadium is not trash. The stadium is is not it's not like super fancy or anything, but it was very well done. It's super cool. And I loved everything about that trip. Uh, except for the field. We'll talk about the playing surface coming up. That was garbage, but uh, I told Joe on Saturday we should try to schedule Utah in the non-con sometime in the future so we can come back here, like do a home-and-home home with Utah. That'd be cool. Oh, that's it's, a fantastic uh, idea. It, it, we, we didn't go to – I didn't go to Utah Stadium in Salt Lake, but I could see it from my hotel room. It looked equally as awesome. It was like halfway up a mountain in Salt Lake City. So, man, the whole trip was just very, very cool. The number of Sooner fans that were there, not surprising. You guys travel great everywhere, but I feel like we, we saw all of them Friday night in Salt Lake City. And uh, you know, flights were fairly smooth getting there and back. Everything went good. It was a good trip. Now, the win wasn't comfortable, so we're going to gnash some teeth today. All right, We're going to have some teeth gnashing, and I'm sure we're not happy about a kicker. But uh, other than that, it was a gorgeous trip and uh, very cool that we got to. I'm really glad that the one year those schools are in the Big 12, we got a road game at BYU, Drake. I'm glad we got to experience that. Yeah, we talked about it quite a bit extensively before they released the schedule that we the two road trips that we wanted were Cincinnati and BYU for the last year in the Big 12. And it, I mean, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, I thought was great, but man, Salt Lake City, uh, I completely underestimated how great that downtown would be. It was very yeah, impressive, super clean, uh, super clean, it, just really super walkable too. Man, the people were all so friendly to yeah, us. Yeah, that was we're not probably, used to that. Yeah, that was probably the most surprising thing. I it just like the simple things as far as being a pedestrian, like. There was not a juncture of time to where you were coming up on a crosswalk for just even a parking lot or something like that. And the driver would yield to you even unnecessarily before you even get close to the crosswalk. I don't think that there was a single time that we went through a crosswalk or anything like that, that a driver did not yield to us during that. Yeah. The only thing close that I've experienced is Nebraska and the people are, are great at Nebraska. I, I think that's just the way they are at BYU. I mean, I think it's, it's you know, that's kind of just their reputation there is they're super, super friendly. But we're just not used to that. Like, they hate us everywhere we go, especially these last three years in the Big 12 Conference. But they were so excited we were there. Uh, the BYU fans, uh, Salt Lake City, the uh, everybody's so excited to have Oklahoma in town. They couldn't have been nicer. All the like the stuff on the scoreboard that's bragging about our football program and where are all of our NFL oh, players I, and everything. I mean, never, the, like, the long video that. they did on the Selmans, yeah, uh, that they released. I mean, it was really cool. I, 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 somebody said, "Well, they've never lost to us. They have no reason to hate us yet." And I was like, "Well, that's a good point. Like, there's no reason for them not to like us, like there is everybody else in this conference." So, anyway, that it was a great trip. Really great trip. Final road trip in the Big 12, Drake. That's it. 
next road game we take will be in the SEC. Where will our first road game in the SEC be? What's your prediction? Your options are Missouri, Ole Miss, Auburn, LSU. I'm going to say... I'll say Columbia. Yeah, I hope not. You might be I, right. I, I feel like there's a chance that they might make that the final road trip of the season just because of the Big 8 tie. But like, I don't know. Make that our Thanksgiving game? Possibly. Ugh. Maybe. Maybe you're right. I think they'll start us out with a with a bang at home. So Bama or Tennessee in here right away at home. But I don't know about on the road. We'll see. All right, underway, 619. Love to hear from you guys today. Your thoughts on the game. If you went to Utah, your thoughts on the trip. Maybe your Thanksgiving suggestion or two. 405-651-3439. Our Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Toby and Drake with you all week. TJ's partying with Major League Baseball players in Mexico. We'll be back. Bleed Crimson. Love great Sooner Talk. Join the Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide. Welcome back. T-Row in the morning show. McRiddle and A1 with you today. And all week. I say all week. Toby, should we just kind of run down our broadcast schedule this week? Uh, Yep, go for it. What do we got going today? So Uh, Monday through Wednesday, normal. Well, I guess I shouldn't say completely normal. We will have the uh, Brent Venables press conference today, starting at 1130. Doesn't affect our show. That's right. Does affect Plank's show. So Plank, Josh, uh, Connor. uh, I I think Plank is aware of this, but Josh and Connor, you usually cover for Plank at some point today. Uh, You can expect the Brent Venables presser at 1130. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, normal broadcast hours. Thursday. In observance of Thanksgiving, uh, Toby Rowland has made the ruling that we will be off on Thanksgiving. Unlike Uh, T.J. Perry, we celebrate American Thanksgiving on this. Some of us celebrate it as many as three times. That's right. Uh, And then Friday, we will just have pre- and post-game coverage because of the morning kick on Friday against Texas Christian University. TCU. That's right. 7 to 10 a.m. in the morning. Uh, that'll be live from Boyd Street Ventures and from – that's where Plank will be from 7 to 8, and then Tyler will be there from 8 to 10. And then, of course, Toby and Teddy will be from Balfour from 7 to 8, and then Mike Steely, the old man, 8 to 10. And then So post-game, normal game day. That's right, normal game day. On Friday. That is the Windy Chevrolet game day coverage that we will have for you on Friday. And then post-game coverage – as usual, Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson from O'Connell's Irish Pub and Grill on Campus Corner. Um, also, this hour is brought to you by Noble McIntyre, McIntyre Law, serving Oklahoma and everybody nationwide. 24-7 McIntyre Law is your personal injury defense uh, team, and they are on your side. Whenever there's an accident in your life, give them a call at 405-917-5200 or visit them online at McIntyreLaw.com. They are not just some big out-of-state law firm that will come in and settle a case to get a paycheck. 
they are a law firm that will take it to trial if that's what's best for you and your family. Give them a call. 405-917-5200. Visit McIntyreLaw.com. Uh, Kenneth Meyer Chevrolet text line, T-Row. Mm. Uh, we have a request <clears throat> out of the yeah. 405 for bull projections for OU. Uh, they have a what type of bowl game will we get into if OU wins the Big 12 and if they miss the championship game altogether? Where does where do the projections have us? So I think if OU gets into the Big 12 championship game, a pretty good shot at a New Year's Day six bowl that will uh, you know get their ranking high enough in all likelihood. That well, certainly if they win it, obviously they're going to get in. Uh, the uh, Sugar Bowl is one of the semifinal bowls this year, so uh, my understanding is the most likely destination for OU if they make it into a college football New Year's Dix, New Year's Day Six Bowl would be Cotton or Peach. So I think if they make it in, if they make it to Arlington, Cotton or Peach is the most likely. If they don't, probably looking at Alamo, unless they lose to TCU. Now, there is a scenario by which OU wins against TCU, doesn't make it into the Big 12 championship game, but some other teams ahead of them fall. If OU could get up to 10 or 11 or so, Drake, in the college football playoff rankings, and let's say OSU makes it to Arlington and loses. That would be their fourth loss of the season, right? And uh, OU would be sitting there at 10-2 and two and be a more attractive option. So there is a way for them to get into a New Year's Day Six Bowl without going to Arlington. But for simplicity's sake, the most likely route is make it to Arlington. Uh, probably looking at a New Year's Day Six Bowl. If you don't, you're probably looking at the Alamo Bowl. Uh, I'm looking at a CBS projection right now that has OU playing Arizona in the Alamo Bowl. Does that excite you, Drake? Not really. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Arizona is a much improved team this year, but I mean, San Antonio was great whenever we went a couple of years ago, but you know, you always kind of want something new, right? It doesn't float your boat? Uh, no, the river walk it doesn't, doesn't light float your my boat. candle? No. No. That's right. Uh, both ESPN projections this morning have OU in the Alamo Bowl facing Arizona. Oof. Unfortunately, for entertainment's sake, USC has fallen to the point where yeah. I don't think they have a shot at the Alamo Bowl. No. They're too far down the Pac-12 pecking order. I think I saw a projection yesterday that had them in the Los Angeles Bowl, which plays on December 16th. That's how far they've fallen with a 7-5 record now. Well, let me see what this uh, CBS projection has since you brought it up, since you're all caught up in Lincoln Riley and everything. Uh, It's got them playing UNLV in the Los Angeles Bowl on December 16th. I just broke that news. Oh. Wouldn't that be something? So, um, yeah. So, right now. Now, what if OU lost to TCU? I think Pop-Tarts would be next in line. Yeah, so right now, 
the CBS projection obviously has OSU losing the Big 12 championship game and has them dropping behind OU in the pecking order, and they would play in the Pop-Tarts Bowl, but against a much more attractive opponent, Notre Dame. Lesser bowl, better opponent, and you get free Pop-Tarts. I don't know, Drake. San Antonio against an opponent you're not too fired up about or Orlando against Notre Dame? Which would you rather have? I guess San Antonio. Hmm. You know, six of one, half dozen of another. Yeah. Who was it that said that in our postgame show the other day? Uh, I think it was pregame show. I think it was Plank. Plank, yeah. Yeah, and then you immediately said, oh, so you're going to make us start doing math up here, huh, Plank? Yeah, I was just double-checking his math. So, anyway, that's what it looks like right now. That's what it looks like. Now, when I think Alamo Bowl, is this wrong, Drake? I immediately get excited about the booth that we had in San Antonio. Oh, the the booth was fantastic. Maybe the best booth we've ever had in. And, you know, the Pop-Tart Bowl wasn't bad either. Or, I guess, cheese it Bowl, as far as vantage point from where it okay. was, was in the stadium. Yeah, that's true. It was, spo- um, it was small, but it was yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Alamo Bowl, it, it was a great vantage point, and the funny thing about it was is it, w- it was because it's a domed-in stadium, open air, too. So, uh, It's the best booth I've ever been in to call a football game, period. You had the little monitors down in front of you. Uh, the whole, yeah, the whole glass opens up. You're completely open air. You're between the decks instead of on top of both of them. So you're yeah. right. It feels like you're on top of the field. I mean, like 40 yard line. It was great. I know the vantage point isn't great, but it's hard for me to put anything over Jerry world's booth. Well, that's luxury. Yeah. But it's in the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's for like you. It's not great for me. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, for you, it's fantastic. It, it's I got so much room. I mean, yeah, I get that. I get that. So there you go. There's your bold projection. Anything else? Uh, text line, Mike. Uh, we've got a couple here. Uh, man, it's it's people that are uh, complaining after a close win. Well, how about uh, this? How about this? Let's take a break. Yeah, and let's talk a little uh, football when we come back. Okay. Okay. in the morning. Toby and Drake with you this week here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. OU beats BYU 31-24. Final game in the Big 12, at least in the regular season, coming up Friday. TCU in town. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, if you're thinking Big 12 scenarios, everybody got our hopes up at one time or another on Saturday, but in the end, nothing worked out if you're a Sooner fan other than OU winning. Cowboys rallied to win in the second half. That was disappointing because when we took off in Provo, OSU was trailing at halftime. And when we landed in Oklahoma City, OSU had won the football game. So while we were in the friendly skies, things did not go the Sooners' way. Texas OSU won the game, Toby. What did I say? Oh, no, no, no. That's a a throwback of uh, a guy that used to be here. OSU won the game. Yeah. Um... 
What was I saying? Texas messed around, pulled away. Kansas State came from behind to win. So the two scenarios now that will get Oklahoma into Arlington are one, they must win, okay? And either OSU loses to BYU, which is the simplest way. That game will be Saturday at 2.30 in Stillwater. The more complicated way is Texas must lose to Texas Tech Friday night and Kansas State lose to Iowa State on Saturday night. That would take two upsets. Either way, it's going to take upsets because uh, all of the teams are home and favorites this weekend that OU needs to lose. Barring that, if, if OSU wins, Texas wins, it's going to be OSU-Texas in the Big 12 championship game. Unless there are further clarifications to the Big 12 tiebreaker rules this week. All right, Drake, what uh, what are people uh, complaining about on the text line? Uh, let's see. First up, uh, out of the 405, Coach on the Knippelwire Chevrolet text line, Coach Fedables keeps saying, we have a lot to clean up. 11 games into the season, they still have a lot to clean up. means there are serious problems. All right. Uh, next, out of the 402, which uh, the 402 is where, T-Row? Um, Albuquerque? Uh, Nebraska. Nebraska is what we're looking for. Mm. Uh, Parker Thune would have known that one right off the bat. Yeah, that's right. I'm not usually a, f- a fire a coach. Unfortunately, our special teams are atrocious. Bad plays every week that costs us missed kicks, uh, kick out of bounds, muff punts, you name it. But it's time to move on. Uh, not a, not a fire a coach guy, but fire a coach. Yeah. Fire a coach. Okay. Uh, there was a excellent fake punt that unfortunately got called back. How great was that? It was perfectly run. Who would have guessed Ethan downs on the receiving end? Well, and like, who would have thought that, uh, Helzinga would have that type of spiral too on a pass. Beautiful throw. Beautiful catch. Amazing play. We're high-fiving and hugging Bob Stoops in the booth. Mm-hmm. And then there's a flag down. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think it was a pretty good call. No, I think, uh, I think yeah. think Nick Anderson. It was Nick Anderson, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure he earned that one. Uh, out of the 405 on the Knippenmeyer Chevrolet text line, Drake, with three Thanksgivings, do so you do traditional food for all three, or do you mix it up? Uh, yes, traditional food at all three. Uh, you know, everybody at all these different meals you have traditional stuff for your personal uh group or family that is maybe different from anybody else's but yeah for the most part it's traditional turkey dressing mashed potatoes all that too many thanksgivings but go ahead yeah i'm not gonna get into it with you this it's it's fine it's fine pick your battles dear frat bro mark says can byu beat osu so you're saying there's a chance so I mean, time will tell, but here's my theory. I think Venables was playing chess while the rest of us were playing checkers. Ooh, on okay. Yeah, I heard you. I heard you go through this in full cap theory. Let's hear it though. Oh, you did enough to win the game, okay? But also, in so doing, really pumped up BYU's confidence level. They lost. They had lost three in a row. 
and they leave Saturday now feeling pretty good about themselves. Retzloff played great. They got the running game going. BYU's going to have a little swagger going into Stillwater now. So I think that was the goal Saturday. Do enough to win, but let's also boost BYU's confidence so that they can go into Stillwater and give the Cowboys a game. What do you think about that theory? Mm. I uh... Intentionally fit some runs wrong on defense. Yeah. yeah. Drop some passes that would blow up in the mm-hmm. game, all that kind of stuff. Let's keep it tight so we can help BYU a little bit. Well, and as Gabe and Teddy kind of talked about, they didn't really run that the entire year, the speed option, all that much. So just go ahead and give OSU another thing to have to worry about, too. If it looks like you're in line to make yeah. the tackle, just slip. Yeah, slip, slip and fall. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And let's just, 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 just escape with the win. Billy, just go ahead and uh, intercept that pass uh, right on the – Right on the goal line and just, just go ahead and save it for us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nova Sooner just says Folsom Field. I think he's talking about other beautiful settings like that with. Uh, you know, the I haven't been there. I, I I was remiss not to mention the Rose Bowl. Obviously, the Rose Bowl Rose Bowl is amazing. Yeah. San Gabriel Mountains a little farther back than they are, than the mountains are at BYU, but still a, a gorgeous setting at the Rose Bowl. Uh, let's see what I would, what I would like to see. And it was cool to be there at sunrise. Mm -hmm. Really cool. But they say sunset is the real showstopper because the sun is setting behind you and it changes the mountains, all different colors there in Provo. So maybe we'll be back someday. Um, yeah, I, I would imagine that that would be just absolutely incredible. Um, think that whenever we were leaving the stadium on Friday after setting up briefly that the sun was just about ready to start setting and of course that's whenever we leave so we didn't get to see that show um out of the 405 even their head coach this is talking about how good how nice the BYU fans were even their head coach was coming around taking pictures with us uh there's a yeah. selfie of a couple of OU fans with tremendous hospitality mm-hmm. In Provo. Uh, of 918, I don't think we will be getting the same treatment from LSU fans. Uh, no. Laughing, crying face emoji. Well, here's what it'll be. At least my experience down there, and this was with baseball, so maybe it'll be different. But I think before the game, they'll be, you know, welcoming you into their tailgates, offering you food, welcome to Baton Rouge, all that kind of stuff. Could be wrong. And then once the game starts, I think, everything changes but maybe the football crowd's a completely different crowd than the baseball crowd down there although they have unbelievable baseball fans at lsu and uh last one here on the knuff Meyer Chevrolet text line for this segment uh how did the stadium compare to colorado you just kind of said yeah you hadn't i i went to colorado to Folsom field as a kid a couple times and i always thought it was cool but i mean Everything just seems enormous, and sometimes, really, you don't even really drink in fully how cool a stadium is whenever you're, you're a teenager. So I probably, in all, all truth, uh, probably didn't drink it. I did ask uh, Joe Castiglione came and visited the booth. I did ask him how does this compare to like because I I was young whenever OU went to Air Force as well, and I was able to go to that game. Like how did it compare to? Colorado Springs, like, oh, this this is so much. It's like the only thing that it compares to is uh, Folsom Field and Boulder. So, 
Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe the mountains, well, I believe the press box faces away from the mountains of Colorado. And so you you got to be sitting on the other side of the stadium to see the mountains there. I think it's just backwards. I believe so. Well, it makes sense. They're on the other side of the Rockies. So if you got a north-south field and the press box is always on the west, then they would be facing away. But still, I bet it's gorgeous. Never been there. Hope you play them someday. 648, quick break, 405-651-3439. If you want to jump in today, we got a lot to talk about. We'll be back. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KREF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. Sooners go tempo. Play action. Gabriel to throw. He's going to go deep down the far sideline. Gibson behind the defense. He caught it at the five. Tackled at the two. Jaden Gibson. It'll be first and goal. Welcome back. T-Row in the morning show. Drake Dyke and Toby Rowland. McGriddle and A1 with you this week. This hour of the T-Row in the morning show brought to Perfect you by the levels. Great- Perfect levels on the highlights, Drake. Yeah, that's what we love. Uh, this hour of the T-Row in the morning show brought to you by the great people at McIntyre Law. Especially I'll be back Noble in uh, 60 seconds. Keep going. Okay. Uh, Noble McIntyre, he gave away a ton of turkeys to the Oklahoma City community over the weekend as well, Friday, with uh, head coach Porter Moser of the Sooner basketball team. Uh, Noble McIntyre serving Oklahomans, uh, a local enough law firm to serve Oklahomans, but also big enough to uh, tackle any national type of case that you might have, whatever your personal injury may be. The McIntyre law team is on your side. Give them a call at 405-917-5200, visit them online at mcintyrelaw.com okay you're back everything okay just had a yeah yeah it's fine just had a significant father fail by the way no oh no okay so i'm uh i'm doing the show and i'm noticing i'm not hearing i go to that commercial break the last one i'm not hearing the normal sound in the house that i do Mm -hmm. this time of the morning so i go check on chloe to see if she's doing okay getting ready for school and she's not up Mm. and i'm like oh boy the alarm didn't go off. Something's happened. So I, I wake her up and say, hey, it's already 645. You're going to have to rush it today. And she said, for what? And I was like, oh, crap. It's Thanksgiving week. You don't have school, do you? She's like, no. I was like, my bad, sis. My bad. Oh, so, my goodness. So I woke up my daughter for no reason at 645 in the morning. Oh. And I am uh, in the doghouse the rest of the day. She will never be so happy to go to Detroit in her life. Yep. I got to get away from my father. <laughs> uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Um, let's see. Uh, Great wow. point. This... I, I just brought up, by the way, by the spotter Andrew Shepard, Andrew Spot Shepard, who, by the way, um, if you see him today, ask him if his bruise is okay. Um, <laughs> Dylan Gabriel throws left-handed punch right-footed. Luke Elzinga punts left-footed throws right-handed. How about that? Ooh, I didn't and realize about that. that. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I'd have to go back and watch the throw by Elzinga again. I guess it was right-handed. I don't even remember that. Mm. I didn't even realize that he was putting it left-footed. Spot but, doesn't you know. miss anything. Yeah. Doesn't miss anything. 
let's see. Ba -ba -ba. Okay, so Cody Allen out of the 918. Um, apologies that he didn't uh, check in last week. They had a loss in their family. They, uh, oh man, uh, lost their dog after nine years. Um, man, that is, that is very sad here. Susie Q, the best lady in our life, was there in my driveway to meet me as she did every day. Uh, Susie was a rescue. Shisu um, lived nine amazing, wonderful, happy years with me. Um, Losing a dog's hard, man. Yeah. It is hard, hard stuff. We did that. We went through that about a month ago or, or a little bit more. Yeah. So sorry to hear that. Yeah. It's it's definitely tough. Um, been through that a lot with uh, my family, and it's a uh, anytime it's it's losing a family member. It's not like losing a family member. It is losing a family member. So, um, Puerto Rican Sooner, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Good morning. Good morning. What a great weekend for my sport. Uh, my Poto Pirates move on to the semifinals. The Sooners get it done in Provo. And the Thunder not going down without a fight. USC finishing at 7-5. It truly doesn't get any better than that. Well, if OSU or Texas would have lost, it would have been a little bit better. But. Yeah, that would have been better. That would have been better, but we do need to talk about the Trojans at some point today, Drake. Uh, Lincoln's on the hot seat out there. They are not happy. Did you, did you read that Plashke article yesterday? No. Ooh. Mm. Is he getting after him pretty Ooh, good? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I tell you, if you stand on business, those kind of things don't happen. <laughs> so let it be a lesson. All right, we'll take a break. We'll talk some uh, OU BYU coming up. Got a lot of ground to cover. We're going to hear postgame thoughts from various Sooners, including Billy Bowman after that 100-yard sprint in the Wasatch. We'll be back. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. 